Starting our current podcast a little bit differently, we're with Jonathan Moxie of Perennial Artisan Ales, and he's cracked open a bottle of beer. I like the way this podcast starts. I don't want to come up in the end. Beer before podcast is always a good thing. So what do we have here? It's our Peach Berliner Weiss. Uh, it's a kind of a seasonal beer that we did earlier this year. Every batch is fermented on 750 pounds of Missouri and Illinois peaches. Just want to bring something that's kind of indicative of what we do. We like to use a lot of uh, local ingredients whenever possible, and when we put beers out is largely dictated on that. We waited to do this until the local peach crop was ready to go. We could have done a Georgia peach beer much earlier in the season, but it's delicious. And it's quite refreshing after the giant Belgian beers we've been having. <laughs> Thank you. So this only comes out once a year, then? Yeah. Yeah, this comes out once a year, late summer. It's a little big for a traditional uh, Berliner Weiss, just a little over 4%, but uh, you know, still light, crisp, and refreshing, something. You can taste the peach. tastes like a little bit aged peach, maybe figgy, figgy notes. Yeah. I get a lot of the aroma, but then the nice lactic notes and the flavor. It's not even as though you've had a, a Berliner Weiss with the, the syrup in it. Yeah. Then you get the intense fruit. This is just more of a suggestion. Yeah, we, we tried to get a, a fruit profile that melds in very well with, with the lactic. So, Jonathan, you're originally from Missouri, but you lived in New York for a long time. You were a member of the New York City Homebrewers Guild and eventually turned from homebrewer to pro. Walk us through how that happened. I graduated from college with the grand ambition of being a, um, a long-form journalist, the foreign correspondent, that type, and realized very quickly that I didn't have the fire in my belly to get up and do that every day. So uh, in, the, in the meantime, I had this skill set that I use. I, up here, I worked in financial services, doing editing and marketing, that sort of thing. Just something to bring in a paycheck while I was brewing beer at home. And Well, actually, I didn't start off brewing a beer at home. Once I started brewing beer, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but the whole purpose was to, to figure out what it was that I wanted to do with my life. And I started home brewing. Uh, friend of mine showed me how and just kind of off from there and then it was creating a resume out of a whole cloth and uh, judging beer, homebrewing beer, writing about beer, tasting as much as I could, reading as much as I could. Got to a point where some of my homebrews were doing well in competitions and we were moving back to Missouri so I, uh, I sought out the people at Schlafly uh, for an internship and, and ultimately uh, Talk to Phil Wymore, uh, the brewmaster at Perennial. Here we are. So Perennial is the first brewery that you've worked at. Yeah, I, I interned at Schlafly for a month in St. Louis. They've been there for a little over 21 years. I, I got a very regimented craft brewing education with them. You know, they were the only game in town other than AB for a long time, and they definitely knew what they were doing and. I wasn't about to go back to school at that point, so I, I knew that going with Schlafly was going to be a good way to kind of make the transition from home brewing to craft brewing. So I did that for a month. I learned a ton, went home tired every day, and 
and I uh, I knocked on Phil's door and interned for six weeks, and uh, then he then he hired me. Were the perennial beers available in New York before you left? Eventually, yeah. Whenever I first started drinking perennial stuff, they had just opened, and I had been reading about them. Whenever I went home for Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever, my suitcase was always packed down with uh, out-of-market beers that I couldn't get, and I brought back perennial. And then uh, Phil had actually been up here for a uh, event at Rattle and Hum on the way to the Beer Advocate Belgian Beer Fest in Boston, and I, I met him there and basically told him, "Hey, I'm coming your way." and I'm looking for work. Do you do the same job at Perennial now as you did when you started? Uh, now, now they actually let me near the brew house, which is nice. We're a small, up-and-coming brewery, just two years old, and so everybody is kind of a utility player at this point. And whenever I started, it was cellar work, shadowing the more experienced brewers, cleaning kegs, digging out the mash tun. Now I, I do all those things, and I also get to uh, do recipe development and, uh, and brew the beers. The brewery is known for using a lot of local ingredients. There's uh, the walnut beer mm-hmm. you made with the local Missouri walnuts. This, uh, the peach Berliner Weiss with Missouri peaches. What are some of the other specialty ingredients that you're known for? Do you use uh, Missouri Cardinals and your Vermilion? Uh, we, we do. Uh, that's a small batch brewery only release. That uh, It's the only non-vegetarian beer that we do. Basically, all of our monthly beers have some element that comes locally. I mean, except we don't have local coconuts in Missouri. But uh, our sump coffee stout is used by... Uh, coffee sourced by Scott Carey at, at some coffee there in South City and he roasted himself you know picks out coffee specifically for our beer we use Woodside Honey from Maplewood Missouri it's a, a small town uh, suburb of St. Louis in our Woodside Triple and the black walnuts you mentioned before from Stockton Missouri which is actually the the world capital for black walnuts so yeah we, we, we try to do as much local ingredients as possible and make very food-friendly beers. Speaking of food-friendly, your brother is a chef who recently relocated back to Missouri. Yeah. Any plans on collaborating for a, a beer for the restaurant? Well, we've definitely done a beer dinner. That was kind of our marquee event for St. Louis Craft Beer Week last year. And uh, Anne Croy, his pastry chef at Pasteria, she does a number of different gelatos and sorbettos with our beer as an ingredient. Right now, they just put on a sorbetto that's made with Abraxas, our Mexican chocolate stout that we do with ancho chili, cocoa nibs, vanilla bean, and cinnamon. And she combined that with raspberry and blood orange. And I I just saw it on Twitter last night, and I I can't wait to try it. As, As soon as I saw it, I told Brian he better save me a pint. Send some our way, too. It sounds fantastic. If there's one general philosophy or descriptor of perennial, what would it be? What is the brewery all about? We want to make beer that tastes good. You know, like if we do something unusual, it's not for novelty's sake. It's with a specific flavor in mind. We, we make beers that are made for sharing among friends with food and the thoughtful addition of a, a local and, and seasonal ingredient. Are there a lot of ginkgo trees in St. Louis? You'd be surprised. It was something that I, I never really noticed, but now whenever I'm walking my dog Zoe, like I, I see him everywhere. That's the, the logo of the brewery is the ginkgo leaf. Yeah. 
Any big projects or anything on the horizon you want to alert us to that's coming down the pike from Perennial? Yeah, so I think the, the most exciting thing right now that we've just done is uh, blended a batch of a beer we call La Boheme, which is a uh, wine barrel fermented Belgian brown ale with a, a full suite of wild yeast and bacteria, and it's fermented along with uh, Michigan tart cherries. So that was just blended on Friday, and uh, it's going to be rolling out soon in a limited quantity. It will see distribution. Other than that, project that I was on earlier this year was a, uh, a Solera project for our anniversary beer. You know, taking a page from sherry and port making, we developed a, a system of wine barrels where we take a, a portion of the beer each year, draw that off, bottle it, keg it, and then replace it with fresh wort. And so there's wild yeast in there. It's a 100% Brett version of our Aria, which is a strong Belgian pale ale. So over time, it'll add depth and complexity that can only come from age. Also incorporate the, the freshness of, uh, of new beer. We'll definitely be looking for that bottle on our shelves real soon. Jonathan, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us, and best of luck going forward. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Come back to New York soon.